Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Topics podcast. Thank you for listening to Sabbath Topics. We are talking about leadership in disruptive times. We'll be talking about leaders are not quitters, but they're resilient and they're able to make the changes they need to make in order to continue fulfilling what God has called them to do. If you haven't listened to the three podcasts prior to this one, we would encourage you to go back and listen to those. As we get started today, we want to go around the room and let each of our panelists introduce themselves. So we'll start with Dr. Gary Patterson today. Gary, if you'll introduce yourself, then we'll go around the room and then we'll jump into our topic. I'm Gary Patterson, and I'm the pastor of Berean Bible Fellowship of San Antonio, Texas. I'm Rick Hudson. I'm the pastor at the Lackland Baptist Church here in San Antonio. I'm Chris Johnson, uh, pastor of the First Baptist Church of San Antonio. Hi, I'm Joel Odom, pastor of the Oak Hills Community Church in Floresville. Gary, would you get us started on our topic today? Sure, Dr. Horn. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Horn made the statement. He says, leaders are not quitters is the way that he stated it. But in reality, in the, 20, in the 27 bullets that we've been given, it says leaders are in fact quitters. And so I want to reframe that. It's not that we're not quitters. In this case, let's talk about it the opposite way to talk about leaders are quitters in certain situations. And so what, what are those times where leaders would do well to quit? You know, I'm thinking back about the Apostle Paul when he says, I let go of what lies behind and I press forward toward the mark. Mm -hmm. So in other words, letting go of what lies behind is often very instrumental and very helpful to do. He talks about I was a Hebrew of Hebrews and as to the law, I was a Pharisee and all of his pedigree that he says before he says that. And he calls it but don't. That's an interesting word, and I won't use the other that it would be. And then he moves forward and says, but I press forward toward the mark of the high calling of God. And I think sometimes as leaders, it's helpful for us to recognize and know when to cut cut it and say we quit something, we let it go. Now, this opportunity, Rick was talking about in our last session. Rick said that you got to know when to let something go. In other words, what we were before this pandemic ain't going to be what we're going to be after this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's really the truth. And so some of the letting go has to do with some of the traditions, the ways of thinking, the ways of functioning, the way we did church back yonder. Probably would do well to be forecasted how will we do church into the future. So when we talk about quitting, there are some things in that church we used to have in that paradigm that would do well to be quit or let go of. And so I think that's something that leaders have to balance and do. I put two theological things like that because Chris likes for me to talk about the Bible. <laughs> and so there are two thoughts, Chris, just so, so, so we can be biblical here, is the Macedonian call, Chris. Remember, the Macedonian call was not, you know, Paul wanted to go one way, but somebody says, come over here and help us. Well, the door shed on this side opened the gospel to go to the Macedonian call, and we are sitting in this room as the beneficiaries of that call because they acknowledge that call. So 
One door on this side that closes opens the door to the other one. And the last illustration I'll give theologically that just boils up to the topic is the whole idea of the book of Romans. He says in Romans, a beautiful metaphor that, that to me is the most theological treatise of uniting the Old Testament with the New Testament. With the, without the book of Romans, we would have some issues theologically. But Paul says, I can't get to you, but here's a letter to the end that you might be established. And he wrote that beautiful treatise of how the Old Testament is balanced with the New Testament and how they are integrated because he couldn't get there. Now, before I leave that discussion, he wanted to go to Rome, but not the way that he had to go. And sometimes we want to go into change, but it's not the way we want to go into change. So sometimes God just allows that to happen. But the whole point, uh, Dr. Horn, was sometimes it's good to just let go of what lies, to quit things and not bring them into uh, what, what's, what's in the future. So that's my thought around that concept. That, that is a good point. Sometimes we need to step back and make adjustments and, and move forward in a different way. Um, good thoughts. Any, any other thoughts in regard to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll build on that. And just going back to that Macedonian call, I mean, Paul says multiple times through there that the Holy Spirit prevented me from going. So there's this sense of the Holy Spirit is guiding where they're going and they're listening to the Holy Spirit. And there were there were plans that they had that um, didn't come to fruition and didn't come to fruition like they hoped. And 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 we have to be ready for that and, and ready for God to say no and, and change our plans. And I think part of this, we, we talk about the idea of leaders quitting, is is separating things out because there, there are sometimes there, there are things that we did that weren't good decisions and we just need to stop them. It's a moment of repentance and confession and we just stop. But there are other times kind of like what we're talking about here and some, some of the things and there are things that worked well in the church before or, or in, in days past that were wonderful and good things and should be done. But that doesn't necessarily mean they need to be done today. Right? So sometimes there are good things that we need to stop as well that their time has come to an end or it, it's time for something new and time for something different. And those can be um, great moments um, in the life of the church or in the, uh, where a leader is leading. And I think that has a, a lot to do with prioritizing as well, uh, Chris, and, and, you're, and you're right. There are really great things. You know, there's good things and then there's really great things. And, and we can do the good things and not be able to do the great things uh, so sometimes we have to just prioritize and stop doing the good in order to do the best. And, and uh, I, I think uh, leaders have to, have to be uh, able to do that, to cut things off in order to concentrate on the, the things that really matter. Dr. Horn, I also want to say to you that uh, what, uh, as being quitters, sometimes ministries run their course. Uh, you know, sometimes in our churches we – do a ministry for years and years and years. And, and finally, you know, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't work as well as it did in the past. And we have to come up with, with other ways of doing ministry. Uh, and uh, there's been so many times in our church that sometimes ministries are good for a season. And then after that season's over, it's time to quit, leave those things behind and move forward to something else. And uh, so that's very important uh, for us to remember that uh, just because you stop something doesn't mean that, uh, you know, that it's a bad thing or 
it just has run its course in our in our church's ministries. You know, Dr. Horn, I wanted to accent something that I heard Rick say a little while ago. Rick, when you talked about the whiteboard, yes. you know, many of us right now have an opportunity, a fresh opportunity to go to that whiteboard as leaders and re-sculpture the future in terms of casting a new vision. And providentially, God has, has purged us to this place where we can go to that whiteboard and redraw where we're going into the future. And, and the pandemic and the crisis and the, the disruption has allowed us to, to take our roots and be able to shake them to get out of cars ground that had us stuck so that we can replant with softer, in some softer soil that's going to give us more exponential growth and development and movement. And so that whiteboard metaphor was really <laughs> crucial, I think, in giving us that opportunity. How do we help other leaders who aren't quite there? How do we help them give themselves permission? I guess might be a way to ask it. How do we help them give themselves permission to make adjustments, to to step back and say, okay, I need to go a different direction? Because sometimes leaders might feel pressure from the outside to continue doing a particular ministry or particular idea, but how can we help other leaders give themselves permission to rethink? I think, Dr. Dr. Horn, to listen to them long enough to earn our way into the territory to hear their vulnerability. Uh, so I would lead by listening first. Secondly, give them that place of being comfortable to be able to talk about the struggles that they're having and sit beside that for a while and then kind of nurture that to walk alongside of them until they can discover a new path. So I I think it has to do with compassion, patience, and listening, which are all great coaching skills uh, to be able to do with leaders so that they can open up. You know, leadership can be very lonely. It's a place where very seldom do we have somebody in the inner fabric of our lives that can whisper truth to us or that we can even tell truth to. And so I think those of us who are on the line and other leaders who work with other leaders would do well to just step into what I call that sacred space and just be. And when you be, it'll happen because the Holy Spirit will lead the dialogue. As we wrap up our podcast today, let's go around the room and let each of our panelists share uh, closing thought. Chris, let's start with you. Sure. You know, when I, when I think about um, something coming to an end or, or a ministry that has run its course um, or, or, or something that, that needs to just be stopped, you know, I, I think of it one of two ways that, that one, it, it, it was something that we shouldn't have done. And if it was something we shouldn't have done, then we need to go to the Lord in confession and say, Lord, forgive us. On the other side, there are those things that are good things, and they're wonderful things that we needed to do, but they've come to an end. Then we need to have a moment of celebration and say, praise the Lord, this wonderful thing happened. And so I think both of these need to have a moment of conclusion that's either in confession or celebration. And so, and just kind of say, that's the period at the end of the moment. We're either in confession or we're in celebration and then kind of move on to the next thing from there. 
I think there is a time, uh, Chris, I agree with you. I think there's a time when we, we that is definite that stops certain things. I mean, if we're going to stop a ministry, and I think now is the time uh, for a lot of those things to take place because we are in this transitionary uh, disruption, and uh, uh, it's it's a perfect opportunity for us if if there are things that need to be to be changed. And, and I think there are a lot of a lot of ministries, a lot of uh, churches, pastors that maybe uh, have been looking and and talking about and thinking about. We need to make these changes now. Is the opportunity for us to do that? And so uh, we need to take advantage uh, today. Of, of making the changes for the future uh, that we want to see done. I want to show up in the lives of leaders and those that I lead as being a Barnabas, hmm. uh, an encourager. Hmm. And, uh, and I think that's the title I would give it, to show up in that space, be a Barnabas and listen and just be an encourager along the way. So that's what I'm taking away. <laughs> we want to thank you for taking time to listen to this edition of Sabbath Topics. We've been discussing leadership in disruptive times, being able to be resilient and know when to quit something and move to something different. God has those changes in our life. Uh, We see those played out in Apostle Paul where he was moving freely in his life, going from city to city, but then there was a, a change where he was in prison and then he got back out and Begin to begin to move and travel, but then there was another phase in his life where, at the end of his life, he was in rented quarters, and people would come and visit him. So there are phases to ministry. Thank you again for being a part of this uh, topic today. We look forward to you listening to other podcasts that are coming up. Once again, if we can do anything for you, we would love to please let us know as an association. May you have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Topics Podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kingdom impact.